Let's break down the top 10 actresses under 40 years old in Hollywood. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. There are so many amazing rising stars in Hollywood, and we wanted to do a top 10 list of who we think are the best actresses, both for star power, for talent, and for a range of aspects. It was hard to narrow down Hollywood into a list of 10, but we think we did a pretty good job. All of these actresses are super talented, way more talented than either of us are, <laughs> and deserve all of the praise and all of the accolades and success they've had. And they have bright futures ahead of them. Some of them are pretty young. Some of them are in their 30s. So I think we have a good range of a list of actors. Do you want to get into it? Yeah, well, I want to also explain that this isn't going to be ranked based off like who the best actress is in terms of talent. So it's factoring all kinds of things. Star power, their rise, the kinds of movies they're in right now, their potential going forward the next few years. So it's a combination of their talent as well as how big of a star they are, their public perception, and how much people go out to see their movies. So some of them obviously are the greatest actresses on the planet and some of the best actors alive. And some are a mixture of that as well as just huge star power. And we did under 40 because if we did overall actors, it would be like everyone over the age of 40. <laughs> like how do you not put Meryl Streep and Viola Davis on the list? So we had to keep it under 40. We also think it's more interesting because this is the future of Hollywood. You know, a lot of these actors... They'll be middle-aged in 20 years, and so they will be, like, the legends of the future. So I think it's a really interesting thing to talk about. We the also, legends of the future. Yeah, it was so hard to narrow it down. We actually made a huge list of honorable mentions as well that we'll get into after we're done with the list. But let's get into the list and start off with uh, number 10. Should we go 10 to 1? 10 to 1. To keep it uh, tantalizing. That for, works for, for me. The audience. Let's start number 10 with Elle Fanning, who is the younger sister of Dakota Fanning, who got... Super famous as a young actress, obviously Man on Fire, as well as many other projects. Recently, she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Her sister, Elle Fanning, equally as talented, has managed to just kind of become a bigger star, though, in a lot of ways. Yes. After the superstardom of her sister in such a young age, Elle's taking it in and put it into like a different level of stardom for being a young adult now. I would say because Dakota's right now she's doing that uh, the Alienist on TBS or TNT. It's a pre or piece TV show, and she's still. I mean, she's still working regularly and she's extremely talented but Al has I think surpassed her in terms of the talent not just talent but in terms of star power and I think she's having a better career in terms of a Hollywood performance because she was in The Beguiled somewhere Neon Demon Super 8 was her big breakout with the J.J. Abrams film and then she has an extremely popular show with Nicholas Holt um <laughs> What's it the called? great, the great, the great. I just, I was just talking about it yesterday, and so right now she is on fire, and she is just like her sister, decoding a raw talent, Dakota. What did I say? Decoding, Dakota Fanning, raw talent, uh, just uh, untapped, a uh, 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 tapped resource of just like endless amount of uh, acting caliber, and she really is one of the best working actors today. Um, she also, she was in um, Maleficent. That was her big, big thing, Maleficent. Uh, Plus, she was acting when yeah. she was very young, too, and she yeah. grew up on movie sets with her sister. She, I believe she's uh, the daughter in I Am Sam, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, or it might have been Dakota. Know. It might have been Dakota. It's one of them. But she's an extremely talented person. I think that she has one of the brightest careers ahead of her in terms of anyone in Hollywood right now, because she's still very young, but she still has, she already has an extremely impressive career. Great range, and she's really, I think, just captured the adoration of the young generations of Gen Z and younger. You know, she's big on social media. People really love her. She does a lot of modeling as well as acting and stuff like that. So she's just a, all around a huge star right now and has the talent to boast that as well. So she's got one of the brightest careers, like you said, going forward on this entire list for sure. Want to move on to number nine? I would love to. Who we no got? Number nine. Kristen Stewart, who right now is one of the best actors working today, and obviously she became extremely famous and successful thanks to the Twilight Saga, and just like her counterpart in that film, Robert Pattinson, she has paved a way through Hollywood with making incredible choices in independent cinema, working with extremely talented directors and other actors as well, and even in some international films, and she has developed into an extremely rounded, talented, and uh, just powerful actor 
And she really blew me away last year with Spencer, where she played Princess Diana. Her English accent was great, and the performance overall was just absolutely stunning. She really has become one of my favorite actresses right now, and I, I wasn't sure about her for a couple of years. But then, like Pattinson, she was making really interesting choices post-Twilight. And the way she's structured her career and the path she's chosen is very interesting. I find her to be a very fascinating actor. She can do everything. And she's even done comedy. She's done action comedy, American Ultra, super funny. I mean, working with David Fincher in 2002 in Panic Room when you're a child actor, that's no joke. That is a serious role, and she was a standout in that movie. And obviously, that led her to getting more work. And then Twilight blew her up globally. She became a superstar. She's great and as a young actress and in Into the Wild as well. So I think that she's just tailored an incredible career, and she's just grown into her own as an actress. And that was obviously great and, and relevant to compare to Pattinson because he's becoming such a— a respected actor as well because for them both of them they had the stigma of twilight on them for a long time and it's taken until probably the last five years with the decisions they've made in independent film to shake the stigma of just being the kids from twilight yeah which it's tough to do and i think they're both just tremendous talents i would like to see kristen stewart do some horror though i would be really interested in seeing her i wonder why she's movie. straight away from it She's kind of dabbled in it well, a little so bit. Well, so in Personal Shopper, it's a ghost story, but it's not really a horror film. Uh, but th that's the closest thing she's come to horror. She's very good in that. But um, she could do Underwater was a horror movie. Yeah. That, that was a horror film, but it was not that good. Uh, I would say she could. She definitely has a lot of potential to do something really interesting. Well, in you can say genre. Crimes of the Future is a horror movie. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, so she's awesome in that. But I think she is very in demand. She's done everything from big blockbusters multiple times to independent film, uh, action comedy, action movies, comedy movies, independent dramas, independent comedies. Played all kinds of characters, so she is a very versatile actress. For she sure. actually uh, is a Caesar winner. She, she won a Caesar Acting Award at the Cannes Film Festival for uh, Clouds of Sils Maria which she starred in with Juliette Binoche in Chloe Grace Moretz. It's a terrific film if you haven't seen it, but that's one of her best performances for sure. And she was nominated for an Oscar for Spencer, Spencer yeah. where she plays Princess Diana. So her, only, her only Oscar nom so far. Yes, but incredibly talented actress, and she is very much in demand and Absolutely. deserves that spot number nine on mm -hmm. our list. Next up at number eight on our list, we have Lupita Nyong'o, who is a star and has been for quite a while after garnering global fame and attention, 12 Years a Slave, such a powerful, incredible performance from uh, an actress I'd never really seen before on the screen. It was, her, it was her debut. And since then, she is now just a force in Hollywood. She was in a Jordan Peele film in Us, and she's about to be the lead in the new uh, A Quiet Place, Place yeah. film coming out very soon as well. So her career is just booming, and she is arguably one of the talented, most talented actors on the planet. Yeah, she, uh, her performance in 12 Years a Slave is one of the best of the last decade. She absolutely deserved that Oscar. And, I mean, to be to make your debut and win an Oscar, it's insane. That's crazy. Uh, but she had so much talent. And I, I really love Us. Her performance in Us, the physicality of that role, I think she was really snubbed by all the awards con uh, companies because, I mean, you know they don't like horror, but, like, what she did physically in that role was incredible, terrifying, fascinating, funny in a way. Uh, the way she... The way she used her face, the way she used her physicality, I had never seen anything like that before. I thought it was a really unique original performance, uh, and I really loved – I think it was the highlight of Us was Lupita Nyong'o's performance, and it really made the movie work in a lot of ways because I'm not a huge fan of Us, but for me, she really elevated that to make it a really fun movie. And then, obviously, being one of the leads in Black Panther, and she, also, she was also in this funny zombie movie uh, that came out last year where she plays like a kindergarten teacher in Zombies. Uh, take over the town. It's pretty fun. Uh, but she has a huge, huge, huge career ahead of her, and she's immensely talented and deserves every amount of praise she's gotten. I'm very excited about A Quiet Place Day One, so it's going to be a prequel, but the cast is awesome, and I'm really excited to see her in it. She's starring with Joseph Quinn in that as well. But yeah, she's very much in demand. But Oh, Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things? Yeah. Oh, cool. When it comes to talent, she is one of the top tier actors on this earth, and I cannot wait to see where her career goes because she is a force of nature on the big screen. Next up at number seven, we have uh, Hollywood darling Emma Stone, 
who has become one of the most successful, respected actresses of her generation, uh, doing everything from musicals to comedies to intense dramas. Uh, she really has a complete uh, utility belt, belt set of any of an actor to be able to handle anything, whether the whatever the genre is, whatever the role is. Uh, she can give you a knockout performance. She's an Oscar winner for La La Land. Uh, she broke out with Superbad and Easy A, which are two really charming comedies, which really showcased her chops as a comedic actor. And then she's starred, obviously, with Ryan Gosling in a few films. Uh, pun I mean, uh, Crazy Stupid Love is one of my favorite, more recent romantic comedies. Uh, she's terrific in that. Uh, Gangster Squad, which is so-so, but then La La Land, which ended up becoming probably, it'll probably be the biggest hit of her and even Gosling's career, maybe, La La Land. It's a really special movie, a, a terrific musical. Uh, but Emma Stone... She really can do anything, and it, she just uh, probably led her new franchise, Cruella. I, I'm not sure if they're going to turn that into a franchise, but it, it could have been a franchise starter if it made a little bit more money, but she was fantastic in that movie. I think she has so much potential and really can do whatever is thrown at her. Yeah, her debut in film was super bad in wow. 2007. She plays Jules, and I believe it, I read that it was uh, Judd Apatow, or, or is it Seth Rogen that suggested she dye her hair red because she's naturally blonde to kind of stand out in Hollywood and as a character in the movie, and since then that's kind of her her look is just to have red hair. She has blonde hair in some movies here and there, but that's kind of like her aesthetic and her brand in a lot of ways. Makes sense, yeah. But she's been in so many movies. Again, just like Kristen Stewart, she's done kind of every genre. She's great in comedy. She's done Horror comedy with the Zombieland movie, uh, Inuritu movie. Easy yeah. A was a really big movie for her because I believe she got a Golden Globe nomination for that film, and she got really critical acclaim for that. And then moving on to do stuff with Ryan Gosling, obviously, and then being Gwen Stacy in the Amazing oh, Spider-Man yeah. franchise. <laughs> Can't forget that global fame from that for sure. Yeah. She's such a love character, and that relationship that she had with Peter in that film is the most love for a lot of people when it comes to the Spider-Man movies in general. Like you said, some bombs, not bombs, but like not great movies. She's in movie 43. Like a lot of actors yeah. were in gangster squads. Not that great, but I mean, Birdman, she's in several Oscar nominated and Oscar winning movies as well as winning an Oscar for La La Land. But Birdman's an incredible performance uncredited in the interview. Aloha was all right. Uh, what else she done? She's been in battle of the sexes. The favorite. She is, Terrific in the favorite as yeah. Abigail. What a film! It's what so a good. picture! What a picture! Maniac starring opposite Jonah Hill in that right. film as as well. I mean that show. Their reunion from Superbad was super fun <laughs> to see them on camera again together. But you know she's just a superstar right now. Very much in demand. She's got a lot of things cooking. She's got Corella two going into production. Okay, very so it is soon, coming into a franchise. As well as a couple yeah. other movies. Another actor who I would love to see just do straight up horror sometime. Yeah, she hasn't done horror. She's avoided it. Zombieland's horror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zombieland. Right. 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 That's horror comedy. Yeah, horror comedy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not quite horror, but it's it is a horror movie though. Technically, it's, it's in the horror genre. Yeah, for sure. But it's not like scary. <laughs> it's not scary. But I love Emma Stone. She she projects so much emotion. I mean, she's got those big eyes. You know, she can just like do anything with her face, and uh, she always has this infectious charm that she pours into the character. Uh, no matter what, and it's she just seems to be like a, she has a presence, you know what I mean? And when she's on camera, you watch her. It's just, it's just as simple as that. She has it. She has the it she factor. She got the it factor. For sure. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Next up. Next up on our list at number seven. Six. Number six. We have Sorsha Ronan, who also was a childhood star. You're looking at me like a... I was going to say you pronounced it wrong. So Sersha. Sersha Ronan. Yeah, she says the way to remember it is it's pronounced like inertia. Sersha. Sersha Ronan, who is was a child star, obviously be getting getting her a huge role in Atonement back in two thousand and seven. And then the first time I saw her in a movie was Hannah in two thousand and seven, yeah. which is an 
awesome action movie where she stars with Eric Bana. Her character is basically this weaponized child that's been that's hunted by government associations, and she is such a badass in that movie. It is a terrific performance. She blew me away in that movie, and she had to have been, like, what, 14 years old, maybe. But since then, she's also just been in nothing but great movies. She's in Grand Budapest Hotel, Lost River, which is actually directed by Ryan Gosling. Brooklyn's a great independent film. But obviously, Lady Bird was, like, her really big movie for her to get attention from everyone becoming a household name for sure. Greta Gerwig's film in 2017. And since then, she's been in some other great movies. Little Women as well with Greta Gerwig, The French Dispatch. So just working with a lot of the same directors over and over again. It seems like she'll always work with Greta Gerwig in a lot of her films. I'm sure. Is she in Barbie? She's got to be. She might have a cameo. Yeah, probably a cameo. Um, Saoirse, I've actually been a huge fan of her since Atomi came out. And I saw that and I was like, this girl is a fucking amazing actor. And then with Hannah, How I Live Now, and then she, she they try to get like, um, uh, she went into the, the, the young adult strat- stratosphere with the host. That didn't end up working out. It was like every studio was trying to make a young adult book movie after Twilight's success. And the host was one of those that didn't work. Um, so she's, and she strayed within studio pictures here and there, but she mainly chooses really, really terrific roles. I love The Way Back. It's a Peter Ware movie. How I Live Now is a really terrific film as well. Uh, What I would say is I think that Saoirse Ronan is the most talented actor of her generation, and I think she's the most talented actor on this list, but we'd have her at number six because she doesn't really quite have the star power uh, as other actresses, but she does have the acting chops. She might be the the contemporary Mel Streep. Yeah, I, I would say so. And even Ryan Gosling, he called her Michael Jordan of acting. <laughs> He's like, she's so amazing. Uh, but so obviously she broke out with Lady Bird in a big, big way. But I was already a massive fan of her. I, wa- I watched every movie she was in. And then when Lady Bird came out, I was like, finally, everybody's like waking up to this girl being fucking insanely good at acting. Anthony's really hoping that Saoirse is listening to this episode. <laughs> Give me your number, Saoirse. <laughs> no. Why would you ask it like that? How dare you? How should I ask it? May I please have your number? (laughs) Give me your number, (laughs) you man. Demanding a woman give you a number. Oh, man. I just watched her last film, See How They Run, with Sam Rockwell. It was was a pretty good murder mystery. It was nothing really great. It wasn't, like, fantastic, but it was was charming. She was good in it. Uh, Sam Sam was good in it, but it was a little underwhelming, I would say, but... She has obviously a huge career ahead of her. She already, she already, she has on this list. I think the most impressive career, already being nominated for a few Oscars, uh, three Oscars I think already at this point, um, because she was only I think ten years old when she got nominated for Atonement, and she she's great in that movie. Like she deserved it. Um, but four Oscar nominations. Four Oscar nominations. Brooklyn as well. So Brooklyn, Lady Bird, Atonement, and then what's the fourth one? Little Woman. Oh, Little Woman. That's right. Man, that's insane to have four already, and she's what our age. <laughs> I think younger. Man, it makes you feel like you didn't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> man, like... I do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you bor- put those lights up. She, she's 29. <laughs> wow. Wow, not us, man. <laughs> not us. She really is the Michael Jordan of acting. Um, <laughs> and I hope to see her in more films. Uh, like, I think she really suits the world of Wes Anderson. So I hope to see her in more Wes Anderson movies and I'd love to see her collaborate with someone like Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, I think they could have a really great uh, working relationship. So I'm, I, whenever she's in a movie, I'm going to watch it because she's just really that fantastic. Yeah, she's an incredible actress in supporting roles for sure. But she does have the leading actress chops oh, for, for sure. sure. I mean, Lady Bird is a super loved movie. So she can do leading, leading roles, absolutely. But she also, all of her nominations are for supporting roles, except for Brooklyn, you could say. Lady Bird's the lead. Brooklyn's I mean, the lead. I'm sorry. Uh, I, well, I said Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, so I just forgot Lady yeah, Bird. Yeah, yeah. In addition to Lady Bird. In addition, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I said Lady Bird, then also Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm messing, I said, with, I said I'm messing with you. He gets so defensive about Saoirse Ronan, guys. You should have seen. Did you watch his face drop, everyone, when I pronounced her name slightly wrong? <laughs> I was taken aback. Like, Anthony looked like he was going to stab me. He went like. He went like, so grumpy. That's not how you say it. He got so grumpy. <laughs> he was the visualization of TikTok haters. His face. I've got to do a close-up of it. Uh-huh. I can't wait to see it. Your face dropped. That's why I was like, I'm curious to see it. Now. I was like, you okay over there? <laughs> you said it wrong. How about you take us into number- You come to my house, you get my wife's name right. <laughs> Christina. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love, I love that 
But that scene, it's so funny. It's really good. How about you take us into number five on our list, Anthony? Number five is someone who is absolutely on fire right now. Mia Goth has turned into a modern-day scream queen, but also one of the most in-demand actors right now. Yes, she was terrific in X and in um, Pearl. Pearl, but she was terrific in Infinity Pool as well. Also, Emma. She, still, she co-starred in last year with Anya Taylor-Joy. She's fantastic in that movie. But Nymphomaniac was the first thing I ever seen her in, the Lars von Trier films. And she's really dynamic in that movie. I, I had never seen her in anything before that, and I, she just really popped on screen for me, and I was like, that person, she's she's special. It's like She's got something. And since then, that was, I think, 2014, so it took her a while to really find her footing in Hollywood. But I'm so glad that people are waking up to her and that she's beginning to rise and... She's very in demand now. She just got the supporting role in, in the new Blade film. She's coming out with Maxine uh, later this year with Ty West again. The next year of Ty West. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Mia Goth is just absolutely fantastic. And I can't wait to see what she does next. And I think she's going to be that actor that just makes really fascinating choices throughout her career. She's only been in Hollywood for about 10 years now. The uh, Nymphomaniac Volume 2, which she's in, that was in 2013. Oh, okay. I was, think that was, was her big out. screen debut as well. Then she was in Magpie, The Survivalist. Everest she was in, but that was not really like a, a big hit. You know what? She's in A Cure for Wellness yeah. um, with Dane Dehan, the Gore Verbinski film. That's really good. She's phenomenal in Then that. also she's in Marrowbone, also another movie oh, that yeah, yeah, she yeah, stars yeah. in with some other actors and actresses that everyone recognizes. The kid, the guy from 1917 as well as mm. Jonathan from Stranger Things is in that movie. Suspiria in 2018. Oh, my God. Oh, film. Yeah. She's terrific in that movie. But she's got it, man. Whatever it is, she has it. She has the look. She has the presence. Mia Goth is incredible on the big screen. And I loved her in X so much. She blew me the fuck away in Pearl. Yeah, man. wasn't that what great? What a performance. Wasn't that great? I am so pissed she didn't get a single nomination for that. That's for what I was saying award. all year. I was like, she should get nominated. She's tremendous in that. And then also Infinity Pool, she was most recently in. Like you said, she has Maxine coming out. And got cast in Blade just a week ago. She's also rumored to be in Frankenstein, the movie that's going to also star Oscar Isaac and Andrew Garfield. So I would love to see her in that film as well. But she's an actress that suits pretty much any kind of aesthetic and time period. You can put her anywhere, whether it's gothic, whether it's a costume drama, a horror movie, contemporary film. She can fit in any kind of setting so well, I think. Yeah, I think she's she she is becoming a chameleon kind of actor and I'm just I'm so looking forward to the next 10 years to see what she comes up with with her performances. I'm really I think she's really really intriguing as an actor. Mia Goth, she's awesome. On Next, fire right now, too. Yeah, we're, we're getting into the super fire actresses because Ooh. we're on to number four, who's going to go to Ana de Armas. So she has been on fire for about five, six years, ever since she was in Knives Out back in 2017. Yeah, Anna's it. been blowing up, and she's been in a Bond movie. She's got her own John Wick movie coming out. She is probably... On this, on this list, one of the most in-demand actors and actresses on the planet. She was just in Blonde, in The Gray Man, Deep Water. Not all, I mean, that one was one that uh, was not that Was that, that the Ben Affleck one? Yeah. I didn't see that. Blade Runner 2049 playing Joy. That was the first thing I saw her in. War Dogs was the first movie oh. that she spoke English in. She moved to America, and she didn't know English when she was filming War Dogs. This is fact-checked true. We got a lot of hate for this on Oh, TikTok. my God, that clip. There's even interviews with her where she didn't speak any English. She moved to America and was trying to become an actor and actress. War Dogs, she was learning the script while learning English she at would, the same time. So she would ask the people on set, how do I say these words? How do I say these sentences? And so she would basically imitate them. She she had no actual knowledge of English at that time, which is insanely impressive because she's great in the role. Yeah, and Todd Phillips, I mean, finding this incredible actress in Hollywood to be in that movie, and look how much star power she's gained since then. Yeah. She's been killing it. Like, what? <laughs> also, 2016 yeah. and to now, yeah. seven years, one of the biggest stars on the planet. In Blonde, I know most people did not like Blonde, but she is sensational in it. She is so good in Blonde. I was really happy she got nominated because that movie got so much hate. And got pushed aside by everybody, but I was like, she's so impressive in that performance. She was one of my favorite performances of that entire year overall. And so I'm so glad she got the nomination to, to get that recognition, even if the, fi the film didn't turn out the way people hoped it would. At least she got something out of that. 
And so I'm glad she got that because she, if you haven't seen Blonde, she is fantastic. So good. Upcoming projects she's working on. She has obviously Ballerina, the John Wick spinoff that she'll be the lead of. And she also has Ghosted coming out with Chris Evans for Apple. That is probably <laughs> Those clips online. It came out on April 21st. So it might be. It's out right now? Yeah. Well, when this episode airs, oh, okay. April 21st. It comes out on Friday, April 21st, which would have been three days ago. Uh-huh. The clips they've been releasing online, every time I see one, I'm like, don't they want people to watch this movie? <laughs> Probably should not be posting these clips. Cause the, the stairwell running ch- chases, the, the races. It Goodness. Might, it might be the worst scene I've ever seen in a movie. They got paid. I'm, I'm sure they got paid. <laughs> I'm sure they got like $20 million like, checks. I was like, this is the two hottest stars alive right now, and this is the mo- this is the, one of the scenes of the movie? Are you guys kidding me? Oh, yeah. Are you serious? But, you know. Gotta get you gotta get paid. Get that Apple money. Get the Apple money. Gotta get that. Gotta get that twenty mil. You man. know, and these tech these tech industry uh, behemoths decide they can make they want to make movies. They're not always <laughs> gonna be good. <laughs> but and Armas, despite Ghosted coming out, is still one of the one of the if not the most in demand actress on the planet. I would say right now she might be she might be the most uh, famous actress alive right now. It's possible. Or not famous, but would, like in demand. She's top four. For sure, top four. She She's, actually she might be four number four in demand based on this list because the, we might have we might might have ranked her perfectly. Yeah, because the next three are also very much in demand. So hot right now. These so three. hot. Hansel so hot right Let's now. Let's move into number three then, Anthony. Take us away. We got Florence Pugh, the queen of 2022. She just absolutely flow. She absolutely blew up after Midsummer. And then she got cast as Yelena Belova. And then oh, I say the casting of Yelena Belova blew her up. But Midsommar got her a lot of recognition. Midsummer blew her up, man. It hit. Everyone's seen that, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Rental, Absolutely. like, that's the one that blew her up. Yeah, it did go on Prime, and I'm sure this Prime numbers were insane for Midsummer. Halloween costume, number yeah. one of the last couple of years, for sure. But the the first thing I saw her in was Lady Macbeth, which is an unbelievable movie. It has nothing to do with Macbeth. It's just it's just a, the name. And she's so phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a costume drama. It came out, I think, in 2015. 2016. 2016. I saw that alone in theaters, and she absolutely floored me. She was phenomenal, and I was like, that girl is going to be a fucking star. She is going to be huge one day. She has so much talent just in that one movie. I was just like, I was absolutely awestruck by her. And then she got Midsummer. Then she got Yelena Belova. No, no, no. She got Outlaw King for Netflix. Oh yeah, Outlaw King. That's yeah. the first time I saw her. Yeah, yeah. And that's when we used to see boobs in movies. But it's been a while <laughs> since then. But Florence Pugh yeah. blew me away in Outlaw King. Yeah, she's great in that. Although a much smaller role than obviously in and Midsummer. I mean Midsummer, which Mid-Sumir. was <laughs> I, I struggled with that one. <laughs> Summer, bro. But man, after Lady Macbeth, I was like, this actress is unbelievable, and I'm. And it only makes sense now the career that she is undergoing right now. This huge rise, this meteoric rise in Hollywood over the last three years, and she deler- she deserves everything. She can. She has so so much range as an actor. She can do comedy. She can do accents. She can do intense drama, emotional trauma, like whatever it calls for. She can handle it, and she seems to just be getting better with every movie and with age and man she is just on top of it right now and she's obviously going to be a main member of the avengers going forward once they start forming her she's been in multiple projects already but 2023 she's going to have a massive year as well she has supporting roles in two of the biggest movies of the year first oppenheimer she's got a role in that christopher nolan's epic which we can't wait to see in july and then dune part two she's playing princess Aerolan, I cannot wait to see her in this movie. I was so curious who Denis and the team behind the film was going to cast in that role. It's a pretty important character, especially if they make a third film of Dune Messiah. That means that her character would have a lot more to do in the third film if they do that. But Princess Aerolan is a super important character, specifically to the books as well, because a lot of her readings and writings are opening chapters. So I was so curious. Who are they going to get to play that character? I believe Emma Roberts was offered it, but she turned it down. Really? Yeah. And so Florence, she turned it down? Yeah, I think so. I think, or, or schedule conflicts or something like wow. that. Wow. So Florence Pugh, I think, was an 
a terrific choice. I can't wait to see her in that world. I can't wait to see her in a Christopher Nolan movie. Then she'll be in Thunderbolts for the MCU in 2024 as well as We Live in Time. She's got a ton of movies in the works and development as well right now. She is very busy. She's got six projects in development and in production in addition to everything that's coming out. Imagine the script's getting thrown at her. Everything. She's getting everything. Everything. She's just saying no to everything. She is so loved on the internet as yeah. well. She is adored by She became by like fans. a queen online. She's massive yeah. on social media. Because she's so relatable. And also I love she's all about um she's she's all about body positivity because she authenticity. Yeah, because she said I saw this interview with her and she said that with her first major role they've made her lose a ton of weight and and just fit into like a tiny size and she's like, "Oh, is this how I don't want to do this if this is how it is." And so now she she's she's taking control and being like, "You know, what? this is my body. My body is my body. I don't have to look a certain way to be an actor." And I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna eat whatever I want, and I'm gonna live my life the way I see fit, and I don't have to fit into a certain size outfit or a certain size costume. This is who I am, and she's really like uh, breaking through the, the boundaries of Hollywood, where you don't have to be like having a, a quote unquote perfect body. So I love how she's just like really coming into her own and taking power as an actress. Where so for so many years in Hollywood. Actors and actresses were just at the beck and whim of, of studios and had to do whatever they say. But now, you know, she's someone who's like, I actually have power in the situation and I'm not going to do what I don't feel comfortable doing. So I think she's she just seems like a ter- terrific person. Cannot wait to see the movie she's going to be in the next few years and going forward. What a career she's going to have. I Dude, what a year. Oppenheimer in Dune 2. Two Best Picture nominees Holy crap. should be in it. It's, it's going to be Holy awesome. Holy crap. Obviously, Oppenheimer will probably have a pretty small role because that cast is huge, yeah. massive, but she might have... Actually, she's she's top five build, I think, actually. She's on the poster. I think that... Her name's she, on the poster. I think she's... No, yeah. I don't think she's going to have a small role. I think she'll have a sizable yeah, role. So I changed and my keep mind. Keep in mind, it's going to be, what, a three-hour movie, so... I hope Plenty so. Of screen time. Yeah, you're right. So she's actually going to be a prominent character. Yeah. And to have Denis Villeneuve and then Christopher Nolan be like, hey, I want you in my movies. That's pretty cool. (laughs) That's insane. Pretty cool. (laughs) Now let's move up to the top two most in-demand and talented actresses on the planet. Number two, Zendaya, who also was a child star, child music video superstar. She did a lot of projects with the Disney Channel, I yeah, think, Disney, as well yeah. as with Bella Thorne. They'd made a bunch of music videos together. Oh, as really? Singers. Yeah. I didn't know that. And she had a solo music career and then really started getting into acting and TV. And she really blew up uh, pretty recently, actually, obviously getting cast as MJ in Spider-Man Far From Home was the really big global marker for her to become a household name as well. She's in The Greatest Showman back in 2017, and uh, but just working with musicians for a while. She did uh, Versace on the Floor with Bruno Mars for a video, but Spider-Man Homecoming definitely in Spider-Man... And Euphoria. And Euphoria. But what, yeah. what year is Euphoria that came out? The 2019 it started. Okay, so yeah, but, but Spider-Man Homecoming, I meant to say, was that big global role for her to get super Absolutely. famous. Absolutely. Being the new MJ, then doing that, then Spider-Man Far From Home, and Euphoria at the same time. Superstar. Massive superstar now. And this is only a couple of years she's become such a huge figure. Doing Malcolm and Marie with John David Washington was an excellent, yes. excellent role. So I, that was the first time where I was like, wow, she's amazing. Because I had seen her, obviously, in the Spider-Man films. I hadn't seen any Euphoria then. I didn't see The Greatest Showman and then so I watched Malcolm and Marie because uh, I love John David, and I thought it looked really intriguing. And she was absolutely amazing in that movie, and she should have been nominated for an Oscar. Like her, Zendaya and Malcolm and Marie, holy crap, man. She's so good in it. And then after that, I was like, okay, this girl's the real deal. I watched some Euphoria. I watched some of The Greatest Showman to really check out the rest of her acting chops. And from what I've seen, it's just immense talent and incredible range emotionally. But also, she can really hit that humor really well. Like she's not just in the in the uh, Spider-Man movies. She, obviously, she's hilarious. But she she hits like there's some the, some good humor in Euphoria as well. I think that in terms of the future, she really is one of the people who's going to be on top for a very long time. Um, to be in also the triple threat, to have the acting, the singing, and the dancing. I mean, it's just so much uh, value to an actor to have those things, and gives you a wide range of projects you can work on. And basically, uh, muscles you can develop over time, whereas I'm sure when she's in her 30s and 40s, she's going to be an absolute legend already by age 40. Yeah, it's crazy to see how quick her rise was to how famous she really is. She actually is now. 
Same with a lot of actors and actresses coming through Hollywood. And her rise was meteoric, and she is a superstar already. I cannot wait to see what else she does. I've never seen Euphoria, but I've seen clips, and I've seen incredible depth pulled out of those performances and those clips I've seen, in addition to, obviously, Malcolm and Marie. Then to see her have be Chani in Dune Part 1, I thought she was the perfect casting. That whole movie's cast so well, but I think Zendaya as Chani was an absolute perfect casting, and those disappointed by how small her role was in that film, that's accurate to the book. Part two, she's gonna be all over that script and all over that movie. So she's gonna be she's gonna have a huge role in Dune Part Two, which I think people are gonna get so excited about. And I think that's one of the reasons why Dune Part Two is gonna have a huge box office in addition to part one came out just a few years after COVID nineteen and the lockdowns. But Dune Part Two Dude. is gonna blow up. I cannot wait to see a trailer. Apparently there are rumors that we're gonna get one in the next week or two. We'll find out. Really? And I'm sure that that Chani will be all over that thing because she's going to have such a huge role in it. Cannot wait. She's also going to be in Challengers, which is Luca Guadagnino's next film. She's going to be in one of the leading roles for that. And then I'm sure she's got some other great projects in development because I'm sure she's also getting every script possible thrown her way. Yeah, I mean, these actresses, they've reached a point in their career where they can really pick and choose what they act in. And it really helps with them guiding their career and the trajectory of what their career looks like where they don't have to say yes to things just for money and they can really be picky and selective which benefits them in the long run and in terms of presence for a fan base online i bet you zendaya probably has the most followers on instagram of anyone on this list i would say with 76 million yeah without a doubt 176 million followers on this list holy crap and I like that's, her. That's more than twice as many as Emma Watson. Yeah, and she seems so real. And what I like about her, I'm just looking at her Instagram bio right now. She promotes her movies in her bio. A lot oh, of nice. actors and actresses, yeah. they don't promote their movies on Instagram. Like in their, She has her bios, Challenges 2023, Euphoria, Spider-Man, and Dune, all the Instagram accounts are linked. Oh, that's cool. That's really nice of her. So I'm sure she, is, she probably has someone who runs her Instagram. But that's pretty awesome because I wonder how how much someone I'm looking up number one on our list, see how many followers they have. Not even close. On Instagram, and they don't even have an Instagram account. What about Florence? Florence probably has like thirty. Florence Pugh. Twenty. Probably. I would, I would say Florence Pugh has ten. Florence has two point one million. No, wait, that's Florence. Florence Welch. Florence Pugh nine million followers. Yeah, 10, Not 10. that Instagram followers determine. You're no, worth no, no, no. as an actor oh, yeah, or actress, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm just mean the star power. Star power. That's, she is one of the most famous people on the planet. Yeah, because obviously a lot of these actors have more a wider range of work as Zendaya, whereas Zendaya has done mostly Spider-Man movies and Euphoria, and then a couple, of, a few films. So not as not that much of a range of of a filmography, but you get a factor in not just her talent, obviously the talent, and then also the star power. So that's what this list is. That's why we have her number two because she really is. And uh, on this list, she is the superstar. She the is superstar, and not just acting, but the yeah. fame and adoration for extreme beauty. Obviously, so many makeup brands and fashion. She's a fashion icon. She, yeah. so that's a reason why she's also so famous. She's in part of so many marketing campaigns for fashion and makeup and stuff like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Not, they all are, yeah. but I think Zendaya is probably number one yeah. for that. I would say number one too. I mean, she's on this list. She's. I don't think anyone's close to her star power. Ultimately, on the list, uh, overall star power, not just in film. You know, what true. I mean? But she did not make number one on our list because we think the number one spot is at this point just locked down by this actress. It's kind of untouchable. Who has done everything, is sh- super famous, one of the most talented people on the planet when it comes to In only to 10 years. And she is a superstar. And she's also Barbie. <laughs> Margot Robbie. It's unbelievable to see what kind of a career she built in only 10 years. So her first big, really big role was in About Time. She played Charlotte, uh, a, a cousin or a friend of uh, Donald Gleason's character. But then, obviously, that same year, The Wolf of Wall Street, playing Naomi, that was her huge break. She blew up after that, and then she was in. She just had a terrific filmography. I love the film Z for Zachariah with Shawatel Ejiofor and Chris Pine. It's a really great movie. Female director. If you guys haven't seen it, Focus with Will Smith is great. The Big Short, that little bit, is really fantastic. But then we get um, Tarzan was a little bit of a misstep, but still it's a big movie. I, Tonya, is amazing. She's fantastic as Tonya Harding. Like, unbelievable movie, unbelievable performance. She absolutely blew me away with that. But I think the thing that really solidified her status, 
Harley Quinn. Suicide Squad 2016. Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie, it just works. And it made her a worldwide superstar, global fame, household name. She's not just incredibly talented, but she is a huge star. And I think Harley Quinn really was the nail in the coffin for being like, okay, I'm untouchable right now. Harley Quinn got her the star power. Yeah. And I think it was I, Tanya got her the critical acclaim. Absolutely. That people were like, yeah. she is a tremendously talented person for acting. And since then, you know, she acted in a Quentin Tarantino movie, one of the leads in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And then she was also just most recently in Babylon, Damien Giselle's film. Which was in Amsterdam. an incredible film. Yeah. Amsterdam, obviously. She's amazing in Amster- yeah, Amsterdam. Yeah, she's great in Amsterdam. Amazing. Just that movie is just like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. But then Babylon, she's terrific in that role. So she's so, so talented. And, and she she reminds me kind of like a Gary Oldman-esque where she really does disappear into her roles. And she really does, in a way, be- for me when I watch her, she becomes a new human being for her character. And every character is different. Their accent's different. Their voice is different. The way she moves her body, her physicality, uh, she gets everything down. All the idiosyncrasies of a human being, she really makes specific for each role. And uh, she is so incredibly talented. It's no surprise why every great director wants to work with her and wants to cast her in films. But also, she is also a very successful producer. She's taken charge of her career. She has her own production company. She is producing Barbie. She produced... Um, Birds of Prey, you know, she is becoming a real force in Hollywood as a woman that is still to this day pretty rare. And so I think you have to commend that. It's such an excellent, amazing thing to see. So inspiring and really fantastic. Upcoming, she's going to be in Asteroid City this year in 2023, as well as Barbie, obviously. Who else could you think of as playing Barbie besides <laughs> Margot Robbie? That's why she's number one on this list. That's the, She's Barbie. And then also, she'll be in an Oceans remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it movie, because they obviously did Oceans 11, 12, and 13. They did Ocean Oceans 8 like five, six years ago. Now Margot Robbie's getting her own Oceans movie that's supposed to start filming pretty soon. I believe it will also star Ryan Gosling in addition to her, plus probably an awesome cast. Interesting. And then she'll be she's in development on a movie called Bad Monkeys. And she's actually in a film with another actress on this list with Saoirse Ronan. She starred in Mary, Queen of Scots. It's a terrific period piece, costume drama, really interesting story. The movie, it kind of disappoints, but the two of them are fantastic, and they share a few scenes together, and it is just fucking lightning and dynamite on screen. They're really fantastic. She also produced Maid, Dollface, uh, Promising Young Woman, Dreamland, Terminal, I, Tonya. So it's really incredible to see her, yeah, like she said, take control. She's become a huge producer. Huge. 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 It's so impressive. And, I mean, we come... It's... it's it's something you didn't really see in Hollywood, but now to see actors and actresses really, you know, becoming the business people involved in making movies and also for her. So the thing with her is on her movie sets, she she makes sure that her sets are um, good environments. So there's no bad behavior. There's no, like, crazy director yelling at people, being too dominant. Like, she makes sure that her sets are, are, are good working environments for every part, everybody, not just the stars but for every part of the crew, every member of the crew. So that's another thing that she's trying to push in Hollywood where it doesn't have to be a toxic environment. It doesn't have to be a scary place. You know, a a producer doesn't need to be a scary person on set. You know, we're all human beings. And so that's something she also pushes with her uh, film sets. Before we continue, the very best way to support Raiders of the Lost Podcast is to become a patron at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. We have five different tiers of membership and every single tier gets access to two bonus episodes every week. A bonus episode of the podcast as well as the weekly chat, which is exclusively on Patreon only now. We have a $2, $5, $10 $25 and $100 tier membership. Everyone comes with a bunch of awesome perks. That $10 tier gets you access to our Discord. It's an incredible film community that we've built and developed with our friends and fans. Have watch parties on there, talk with you all the time. $25 gets you your own custom episode. You pick a topic and we'll cover it for you. That $100 tier is the granddaddy chosen one tier. You also get a private watch party. And after a couple months, after three months on that tier, you get to come on the show for a fun guest segment. So thank you so much to our patrons around the world for supporting the show. This episode is sponsored by our friends at MoviePosters.com, the number one place to get your posters 
online today. Head on over to MoviePosters.com and use our promo code RAIDERS10 to get 10% off your order today. Our set in-house is decked out with so many of these amazing posters, high-quality prints, the best you can get for your money. They have all sorts of sizes, framing, and even backlighting for your poster needs. So if you need to get a movie poster for either yourself or the movie fan in your life, head on over to MoviePosters.com and use our promo code RAIDERS10 to get 10% off your order today. That's our top actresses under the age of 40 list Crazy. right now. Crazy list. What a stacked list. How about we get into a bunch of honorable mentions because yeah. this was a tough list to make and we had to make some tough decisions. I feel bad cutting a bunch of these actors you know, out. And I think our number one for honorable mentions is was a tough one to cut because I think based off name recognition, not many people know her name or who she is, but they've seen her and stuff like the most recent James Bond movie, Leia Seydoux, who is a French actress, super talented, blue is the warmest color, but again, no time to die. But I feel like name recognition, people don't even know who she is in America. They, the they might part. recognize her, but she but she really is probably at this moment in her generation the biggest star in Europe, and she's really phenomenal, and she's become a really incredible performer and artist. She's one of my personal favorite actors. Uh, she's just is tremendous, and I've seen most of her films if you haven't checked out any of her French films, you can watch so many of them. She's been in so many amazing movies. Uh, but she is – I we I, I wanted her on the list, but in terms of Hollywood, she's not really there for star power. Um, but in Europe, she is, like, right now the biggest thing in Europe for actors. So, uh, Leia Seydoux, phenomenal actor. And then we have Jessica Heinwick. She's been bursting out onto the scene in Hollywood I think she's an extremely talented person, but she's been in a couple of movies that were kind of missy. She was in The Matrix Resurrections as uh, one of the leads. Didn't end up working out that movie, but she's fantastic in it. She was also a Knives Out, although she had a the size Glass Onion, yeah, a glass, glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery as the assistant. Um, again, a role that didn't really showcase her talent that I think she has, uh, but I think that she has a really bright future. And from what I've seen from her movies, she really is an extremely talented person. Henwick, Anthony. not It's Henwick. It's Henwick? Yeah. Not Heinwick? Not Heinwick. Jeez. Yeah, sorry. Next up, we have Elizabeth Olsen, who has been around movie sets her entire life in productions. The younger sister of the Olsen twins just created her own career path of being a super talented actress and... She made her start in indie films, obviously, but then with obviously, uh, Martha Marcy May Marlene, and then getting yeah. the role of Scarlet Witch in the MCU really blew her up, and she is a fan favorite for so many people as Wanda Scarlet Witch, and she's got some independent films coming out this year as well. But she's so talented and so terrific. She's, uh, I think, one of the best actors working of her generation. Um, you gotta stop saying that. Sorry, no, but she is. It's hard. I mean, I just love praising women. What's wrong with that? No, man? But you say it for everyone. That? <laughs> I didn't say it for everyone. <laughs> but I will just say there hasn't been enough variety in her career yet. She's done so much Scarlet Witch. I really hope to see her do more projects outside of that character because she has an immense emotional range. Um, and I'm sure in the next ten years we'll see more from Elizabeth Olsen to really to really showcase what she's capable of. Because obviously she's terrific as Wanda, but you're still just playing the same character for almost 10 years now. So I think that now that she, if she's done, it'll open her up to more roles, um, more diverse roles too. But she is phenomenal. Next up, we have Jenna Ortega, uh, who had a meteoric rise in 2022, thanks to the Scream films and then also Wednesday. She's a phenomenal actress, extremely talented I remember seeing Scream 5 and just being really impressed by her. For the opening scene, terrific. But then throughout the course of the film, I found her to be a scene stealer amongst all the rest of the cast. And so I was like definitely most talented person on this set. And I'm really glad that she's gotten fame, gotten this recognition. She's going to have a huge future for sure. Yeah, it took them a while to find her the right projects to get her Because she's been started. acting for a long time, she right? She was a child star. She's yeah. on Disney Channel. She worked for Disney a lot. But they did, She had. They tried to give her her own show, but it didn't mm. work out. They gave it to someone else. So she never quite got that big shot until, obviously, Scream. And then also X, she was really great in it X as well. X is good. Yeah, she's great. And that, but she's a superstar right now. Everyone loves Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Next up, we have the Oscar-winning Jennifer Lawrence, who has had such an incredible career already. Only 
33 years old, already an Oscar winner and nominee as well. Has been in so many great films, two franchises, The Hunger Games, obviously, and X-Men. However, we left her out of the top 10 right now currently because we feel like she's lost a bit of her box office draw. In the last few years, she's really only been in a handful of films. Uh, Red Sparrow in 2018 and then X-Men Dark Phoenix 2019, Don't Look Up 2021, and obviously Causeway in 2022. She's got a lot of upcoming projects right now, but in terms of we feel like in terms of star power and box office draw right now, I feel like she's dropped a few pegs out of the top 10 for a lot of those other women we talked about already. Still one of the best actresses out there. She's still tremendous. But we, I think we think that her stock, you could say, as an actress has fallen a little bit, but still terrific. Next up, we have Zoe Kravitz, who I think has really shed the stigma of having very famous celebrity parents and having a career as well with obviously Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet. And Zoe has just crafted the last five, 10 years an incredible career already. I mean, she was just Catwoman, Selena Kyle in The Batman. She had a, a leading role in Kimmy, but she's just been acting in a bunch of great stuff. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. She's Mary Jane. She's in Fantastic Beasts franchise as Lita Lestrange. She was in Gemini, Lego Batman movie, so she's had a great rise, even Mad Max Fury Road. She's also making a directorial debut eventually with Pussy Island, which she shot with Channing Tatum. I'm not sure when that's coming up, but I know that she is the director of that film, and I'm pretty sure they've already filmed. And then we have Chloe Grace Moretz, who you could argue is one of the most successful and impressive child actors turned adult actor. Born in only 1997, she has been in the zeitgeist of film for quite a while now, I think that 2010's Kick-Ass was her big coming out party as a child actor, and she was terrific as Hit Girl, as well as really impressive performance in Let Me In, which was the sequel, I mean the remake of Let the Right One In. She's also in 500 Days of Summer, so just getting in the zeitgeist and being in really terrific movies so young. She's leading a TV series right now on Amazon Prime called The Peripheral. Been in so many great movies. She's worked with incredible directors, not to not to mention, not to forget, Martin Scorsese for Hugo. So just a terrific actress, super bright career, still in her late tw- mid to late 20s. Can only imagine what her career is going to look like towards the end, but she's a terrific actress and performer. Uh, next, we have two Daisies, actually. We have Daisy Ridley and then Daisy Edgar Jones. Now, Daisy Ridley, obviously, Ray, Ray Skywalker, Ray Palpatine, whatever you want to call her. Superstar because she led three Star Wars movies and is going to lead another one in the future. Very talented actress. Doesn't get the hate that she gets. She doesn't doesn't deserve all the hate that no she gets for way. that character. She's amazing. She's so talented and she's terrific. She led three Star Wars movies. She's so good. And then Daisy Edgar Jones is. Oh, I'm sorry. She actually has a movie. She's she, she just finished shooting. It comes out, I believe, this yeah this winter. year. She plays, it's a true story of a woman who swam across a huge body of water. I can't remember what specific body of water it was, but it was a big deal uh, when it happened. And she just finished the shoot, so that's probably going to come out soon. I guarantee you, people are going to be like, holy crap, she really is an amazing actor. Yeah, she's she's actually got a lot of stuff in development as well as this new Star Wars movie. But then Daisy Edgar Jones is kind of just turned into the last two years like the Hollywood young sweetheart because she got kind of her first big role with Fresh, the Hulu uh, horror movie that came out last year mm-hmm. where she starred opposite Sebastian Stan. But then she was in uh, Where the Crawdads sing, Crawdad sing, which was the biggest book of the year for that genre. And then the movie she starred in that. And she's just super in demand right now, working a lot. She's going to be in the new Twister reboot legacy film. Twisters. Twisters. <laughs> so she is very much in demand. Yeah, absolutely. She's going to blow up for sure. She's popping off. And then we have Aquafina, who is a fantastic actor, both comedy and drama. She obviously has her TV show Nora from Queens. She is hysterical, but she has the dramatic chops. She is heartbreaking in the, the farewell from A24 a couple years ago. Oh, my God. She just, she just made me cry like a baby. She's so good in that. I didn't know she had that kind of acting in her. And then I saw that film and I was like, oh my, she devastated me. So she definitely has a huge future ahead of her. She And it's rare to be able to pull off comedy and drama so well. Anya Taylor-Joy next almost made our top 10. She's so been in so many great movies, obviously working with Robert Eggers, doing The Witch, and also with M. Night Shyamalan and 
uh, Glass, and then also uh, Split was a mm-hmm. great big role for her, starting to break into the industry and become a household name, which she is now. Recently, she was in The Menu, which was a great horror but, film. What Queen's Gambit, Queen's Gambit did it. That's what a, did it. Yeah, that it was, was a big one. It was the number one show on Netflix, I think, that year when it came out. I th- correct me if I'm wrong. I think it I think was it their was, biggest hit. It was a phenomenon. Everybody was talking about last it. Last Night in Soho, Edgar Wright's last film, she was terrific in that, as well as recently uh, working on The Northman in 2022, starring opposite... Alexander Skarsgård, and then obviously the menu, Peaky Blinders, she's had a couple, she's had some roles in that, she was in 11 episodes, Amsterdam also, and then voicing Princess Peach in Super Mario Bros., Furiosa, she's getting her own Mad Max movie prequel of Furiosa, played by Charlie Theron, so she is almost made that top 10 list, it was, it was pretty tough to keep her yeah, out, it's tough. Of ne- all, yeah, it's tough, of all the honorable mentions, she was, she was the top. Next up, we have someone who it seems like is going to have one of the biggest careers on this list already. Rachel Zegler, she's only been in two movies. She was in West Side Story, Spielberg film, a couple years ago, and then she was in Shazam, Fury of the Gods this year. Very talented person, amazing singer, extremely talented actor. But she is the new Snow White, and she's the new lead of the new Hunger Games movie. So she is going to be a sensation. She is going to blow up. She's going to be massive. So those two huge franchises, to be the leads of them, Holy crap, what a big year she's going to have next year. So I, right now, she has probably the biggest um, uh, rise trajectory. trajectory right now just in one year to do that. That's insane. So That's nuts. she deserves a two excellent actor, and just keep an eye out for her next year when those movies come out. Next up, we have Aubrey Plaza, who we all loved so much on Parks <laughs> and Rec. She was on that show from 2009 to 2015 is April, and she's just slowly built a catalog of great independent films and comedies some duds for sure but the last few years she has just had this crazy resurgence in her career it's kind of like when chris pratt got cast as star lord you know this act oh you mean andy from parks and rec (laughs) april from parks and rec she is super in demand right now she's leading so many projects she's obviously i think just blown up because of white lotus lately as well as emily the criminal recently little demon but she's got a ton of stuff in development right now she's coming out with operation Fortune this year for Guy Ritchie film, Agatha Coven of Chaos, but I believe they just put that show on on delay. The Ark and the Aardvark coming out. She's going to be in Francis Coppola's Megalopolis next year, which oh, yeah. is huge. They just wrapped production on that. She's also in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and she's reclaiming that role for the anime. So her career just just had just a random boom right now. Love her. She's awesome. And then we have Lily James, who was Cinderella in 2015. For Kenneth Branagh's film, she's really perfect in that role. And then Downton Abbey helped blow her up in Europe in a big way. And then since then, she's just been sporadically having great movies. Baby Driver, Darkest Hour, Um, Yesterday, the Beatles movie. So good. I love that movie. And then Pam and Tommy this year playing Pam Anderson really catapulted her into superstardom. She was all over the internet all over social media as Pam Anderson. Everybody loved it. Great, great reaction. So uh, right now, I think she's in a great uh, position in her career to really build off of that. Uh, She's got the talent. She's got the singing chops, so she can do anything. So I'm looking forward to seeing what she does. Next up, we have Gemma Chan, who has paid her dues as an actress, worked doing a lot of just random episodes of TV and stuff like Doctor Who back in 2009, an episode of Sherlock. She's in Submarine. Now worked up to the point where she's in huge blockbuster films. She was in Eternals. She was also recently in Crazy Rich Asians as one of the lead characters. London Fields, Mary Queen of Scots, which we've already talked about with some other actresses. Captain Marvel, obviously, as Min Erva. So she's actually had two roles in the MCU, which is pretty cool. So we'll probably see her in future ones. She's in Raya the Last Dragon, Don't Worry Darling. Upcoming projects for her. She's in True Love and The Actor. So another just rising star right now in Hollywood. And then someone who's under 40 I could is Kira Knightley. She fits the bill. That's crazy, yeah. yeah. I mean, we what, what can you say about Kira Knightley? We all, we all know how amazing, ta- talented, incredible she is uh, as an actor. But she didn't make our list because I don't think she has really the star power anymore. Yeah, she's kind of just faded yeah. away. Not, not so much faded, but it's just like actors have their time. And sometimes they last a couple of years. Sometimes they last a decade or two. And then sometimes they last their entire careers. They're only, a, but they're only a couple actors that can maintain that kind of star power. Kira Knightley, obviously, I think one of the most talented actors of the century. She just doesn't have that pull anymore. 
but that's not to say she's definitely one of the best actors on this list. Yeah, if we made the the thing this list in 2008, she'd be in the top 10 for sure because mm-hmm. the Pirates movies as well as Atonement, she was all just, the Joe Wright movies. She was a very yeah. busy actress at the time, super talented. I can't believe she's in her 40, but then I remember she was 17 when she filmed Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, and that's crazy. a fact. We've tried to prove people right about it. That was another one we got a lot. We got a lot on. of hate whenever yeah. we made that clip because yeah. people didn't believe us. Dude. It was she was eighteen when it came out. Yeah, they filmed it before it came yeah, out. They, they don't film it the week of the <laughs> of the release of the movie, guys. <laughs> guys, we gotta make Pirates of the Caribbean our release dates tomorrow. <laughs> and then the final actress on our list, who also almost made the top ten, a very, very talented actress, Rooney. Mara, super talented. She's been in so many great films, including, I mean, recently, the biggest movie she's been in is Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, probably, but recently she was in Nightmare Alley, Woman Talking, also a ghost story she's terrific in. She's just very talented, but I don't think she has quite the star power to make that top 10 list. She's never had the star power. She's very famous, but her movies have never done well at the box office, so we can't put her on the top 10 list. Um, that's not to say she is immensely talented, can do anything. She has a huge range as an actor. And this Nightmare Alley, I loved. Um, she's just a terrific performer. And her sister Kate's great as well, but Rooney is on another level from Kate. Uh, so, but I'm glad that both those sisters, they've they've found success in Hollywood. Rooney Mara is, I think, a special actor. And she is very selective with her roles now, especially because her and Joaquin have a family now. So, I'm sure they trade off, okay, you're working, now I'm working, now you're working, now I'm working. And so having a family changes you as an actor with what, how much you can do. She's made a couple of great movies with Casey Affleck, too. She made yeah. Anthem Body Saints, which is really terrific, then Ghost Story again. That's yeah. one of my favorite A24 movies that mm-hmm. no one talks about. Fantastic movie. Such a good one. Yeah. All right, that wraps our episode on wow. the top actresses under the age of 40 in Hollywood right now. Let us know if we missed anyone that you think should have been on this list, at least maybe if you we should have swapped it out, or what your top 10 list is for top actresses right now. See you next time. This episode was executive produced by our Chosen One patrons, Cody Moen, Andrew Hagen, Becca Keen, Benjamin Cook, Calvin Murphy Griggs, Nicholas Martin, Darian Singleton, Tyler McFly, Andrew Hagen, our Chosen One patrons, are our biggest supporters. Thank you so much. Raiders of the Lost podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.